Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And in this episode, we're going to talk about traveling with children. I don't know if this means we're going to get children and bring them with us, or people have children. I don't know. We have to figure this out. I'm at the table by our panel of experts, client services manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi. All of a sudden, I've thought, what is he talking about getting children? <laughs> Agent consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Agent for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kristen Turner. Hello, everybody. And our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Okay, so now this makes sense. Kristen's here. She has children. Right. Yeah. Now it all makes now sense. Now it all comes together. Now it all makes sense. Because I thought, how are we going to do this? <laughs> I travel with people who act like children. Yeah. But not true. with children. And so, I don't have any grandchildren yet, if anybody's wondering. So it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so we've done a couple of shows now where we've kind of um, specifically focused on groups of people. We talked about traveling if you are a bigger person. Traveling if as you age and what it's like to travel with people who are aging. So we want to take this opportunity with Kristen here to talk about what it's like to travel with children. Um, Kevin and I rarely travel with children. True. I don't even like traveling with other people's children. Really? Uh, I'm kidding. I like kids. And Tracy, you haven't done it in a while. Yeah, like I just traveled with my nephew this summer, but he's almost 16. Yeah. Um, I have nieces and nephews that we had a thing in our family. Chris and I would take um, any any of our nieces and nephews when they turned five. They would get their first Disney trip with us. So we have, um, but always one <laughs> time because I only have one child, and that's so all the, that will fit in the locker. <laughs> right, right. So the idea of like traveling with three kids, like I feel, if I had three kids, I would never leave my house. <laughs> well, yeah, if you don't outnumber them, I don't even know right. how you begin. I don't even know. Like, you have more kids in hands. What do you do then? I don't exactly. understand what happens. So, Kristen, tell us about your family. Tell us about the kids, their, their ages, so we can get a picture of your family dynamic. So I have a husband, and then I have four kids. <laughs> Thank you for so calling. I do have some help. Um, so that's four hands between them. Yeah, I have four kids: um, nine, seven, almost five, and then a seven-month-old. So I do have my hands full. We have boys, taken, girls. I have um, the girls, the oldest. She's nine, and then all boys. Um, and I haven't taken the baby yet, but we're going in two weeks. It'll be his first trip, and we've taken every all of them. At, at infant age like seven months is actually the youngest we've taken them but usually it's always seven to to one is about the time we, we've taken them we've never let the age of the child stop us from enjoying our disney trips so and that's that's kind of something i wanted to talk about was mm-hmm. when do you take them so that's the question we're asked we get. all the time so i it really depends on how often you think you're going to go. If you think it's a once in a lifetime trip, then maybe you wait until they're five or six. Right. But I also think preschool age is a great, is a great time to take them. That's when everything is still magical. They're not trying to figure out the zipper on Mickey Mouse's back, which is what my seven year old, he's into mascots. So he's always just trying to figure out like where their hands and where they can see and, Sorry, that was very unmagical for me to talk about. But um, <laughs> new Twitter handle, Kristen Kills Magic. <laughs> <laughs> so don't let your kids listen to that one. But anyway, um, he is, uh, you know, Tinkerbell. They they're not seeing the wire. You know what? Three three. Everything is absolutely right. magical. The characters are still. We've real. said that before. We were talking to Corey once, and we were saying that 
at that age, and I know we, you know with Ben too, they're meeting movie stars. Mm-hmm. They they're still believing in all of it. So there's something so magical about that younger age. It's. I just had this conversation with my brother. His uh, son has a new baby girl. And he's saying, what's a good age? And I said, something to think about here, though, is a lot of times when you take an infant to Disney, it's more about you mm-hmm. enjoying their reaction and having a good time. The kid probably won't remember what's happening. But you're having She's a good- four months old. Well, I mean, we're talking about next year for when the party is. So okay. she'll be a year at that point. So you think about, okay, well, maybe so she like won't she can remember. hand out like vouchers or something at that point. She can. She's going to be giving out credentials. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Actually, maybe the pins. Something with a sharp edge to it she should give out. But again, it's about your being around them when they're enjoying it and seeing their reaction exactly. to it. So when people say, well, I don't want to take my kid until they're two or three, I kind of think, well, you know, what is that? I hear a lot of people say, 9, 10, 11. Mm-hmm. And I think by that point, like for a lot of 9, 10, 11 year olds, the magic is like that. Mm-hmm. that gone. The part, My favorite part about it, it's gone. That's why we had chosen five, mostly because we needed to be sure they were way out of diapers. <laughs> <laughs> they were way past accidents. But I mean, if I had my druthers, I would love like three or maybe two when they were still free. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's nice. You know, so there's something. My first time when I was 11. Age. However, the world was much different when I was 11. Right. There was... Not realistic video games. There was not the kind of TV that's on TV right now. There was not a show explaining how every single thing in the universe works. So it was very magical to me at 11. But again, I'm looking back at a much different world then. Right. I think what you said is very, very um, interesting. And now I've lost my train of thought. I can't remember (laughs) what I was going to say. Sorry, go ahead. So that was something to consider. Under three is free. So that... And most of the time, we've taken the kids, the babies, because we have to. I mean, when we first started coming and the with our child the first time, she was like 10 months old. And it was like, we're not going to leave her, so we're going to take her. And she still was kissing the characters when, you know, under a year old. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Excuse me. That you said, I think one of the really important things is a lot depends on how often you think you're going to mm-hmm. visit. Because if you're once every couple of years, then that... I think would answer a change my answer. Yeah. And I think once in a lifetime is a myth. Oh, absolutely. That's what I was, another thing I was going to say. You may come and think, well, it's once in right. a lifetime, and then you fall in love and you come all the time. And then having multiple children also makes it difficult because you'll have a seven-year-old, but you'll also have the the three-year-old. And they're like, well, we want to wait till they're older and can write everything too. But that then you're waiting till the other one's ten. So just take them when they're seven and three. Now, and then, your, I'm sorry. Are your kids completely nutso Disney fanatics? Yes. Are they, yeah. they would have to be, or she would have gave them back. Yes, <laughs> they, are, they are. DNA testing. Yeah. Take them to the Redemption Center. <laughs> right. yeah, like, I know. I just, I, does, I hope it lasts. Can you do that? Can you, can you return them if they're Oh, miles? yeah. Absolutely. You know those miles you have on your card? Yeah, you can get a kid back. <laughs> oh, you mean the credits you have from dining? <laughs> no. I mean uh, like your Amex card points. Oh, okay. So, so you've decided what the right age is or you've just decided you don't care. Yeah. Because, right. you know, you've got kids who are going to go anyway. Can I ask go. Kristen, did you go as a kid? Did your yes. parents take you? Yeah, so okay. I went the first time when I was seven, and that's what I always tell people is if you're waiting until they're going to remember, even at seven, I don't remember a lot about that trip. Right. So if you're waiting until they're seven years old, they're going to remember bits and pieces, but you don't remember every and detail. you've got the pictures, you've got the videos. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's more about the parents enjoying it, So much of it is about that, yeah. and so much of it is about, well, I'm paying for it, and I'm getting it out of it. If you get it, good. If not, sit in the stroller. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See why we have Kristen here. <laughs> 
We're getting a little insight to how Tracy parented. <laughs> yeah. Explains a lot. <laughs> Explains a lot. Poor Ben. So you've decided when to come. you decided what the right age for children to come is. Mm-hmm. So what's the next consideration for planning your trip? So I think resort and tickets and all of that good stuff. But but the base, the most basic, basic thing is resort. So there's all obviously sorts of things to consider. But your budget, if you can, if you can afford to do the deluxe, that's the way to go with the kids because the deluxe locations are what the biggest perk of staying on deluxe property is the transportation and then the proximity to the park so you're closest to the parks that way you can walk to some of them you have the monorail which is the best form of transportation with a stroller because you don't have to you know fold it up every time you get on the monorail and then um even the wilderness lodge with the boat because you most of the time you're going to spend a lot of time at the magic kingdom if you have the smaller kids that are still in strollers that's from my experience anyway so, so proximity to the park because mm-hmm. of the fact that you want to be able to come and go more easily. Mm-hmm. Is that why? You think no one yes. ever goes any place with just a kid. You need yeah. a Sherpa usually to carry the stuff that goes yes, along right. with the kid. The stroller becomes a cart is what I say. So when you don't have a stroller, you're like, man, where do I put all this stuff? All of the, the diaper bags and the stuff that you buy if you don't send it back to the resort and that kind of thing. So deluxe obviously is my first choice if you can do that but then you know um staying on property in general is in my opinion the best way to do it with the kids so you have the transportation to and from the parks frequently easy to get back and forth for naps if you do that kind of thing so then we you know so Picking the right resort would be the next step. Now that your family is larger, are you looking at suite accommodations? Are you looking at yes. um, family suites type mm-hmm. stuff? Family suites, or we usually do a one-bedroom. Right now, the baby doesn't count, so we can still fit in places with five. Um, once he starts counting, then that's going to be – we're going to have to get into maybe even two bedrooms. But um, It's surprising to me that a Disney fan would have had a fourth child. You know, <laughs> remember we talked about it right Not before. Not only a Disney fan, a Disney travel agent. <laughs> right. Like, I would just think you'd know better. Well, we actually <laughs> talked about it right before, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do another one just because I have to be stuck at Art, Art of Animation, which I like Art of Animation, but then it's kind of, you're just, I only have one choice. Right, that's your big choice. Unless <laughs> or you go a cabin. To- yes. <laughs> the campground. But no, um, we usually do the deluxe villas. So that's um, we like this. We like to have the actual the extra space too. The kids are kind of in the front room when we're in the master. Yeah. And do you find the kitchen helps too with the kids of different ages, yes. where you can be you know prepare pairing snacks or having bottles or. Whatever. I think yes. the kitchen is important no matter whether you have children or not. It's important at my age now. I feel like there was a, a point where it didn't matter, but as I get older, the kitchens become more important. <laughs> I want my diet snapple in the yeah. in, in the refrigerator. It's amazing. It used to be how many times I can get to. A Park now, it's the kitchen and bathroom. Right. Those are the two most is, important parts yeah. of any How vacation. long does it take me to get a drink, and then how long does it take me to get a bathroom? <laughs> right. Yeah. And well, we were just talking about because we're staying at the All Star Music in a family suite that. Would we do two rooms compared to doing the suite? And I almost think I would rather do two rooms because the bedding at the suites is kind of funky. But Plus, you get two bathrooms in. Yeah, well, you have two bathrooms. Oh, you have two, two bathrooms at the suite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. 
Um, so resort was kind of uh, is kind of the next step. Then you talk a little bit about do we need park hopper with young kids? Um, do you, you you can kind of see the advantages and disadvantages of it because sometimes, like I said, you may want to end your night at the Magic Kingdom if you've you went to Animal Kingdom and there's not a whole lot there that your kids are interested in. So you spend a little bit of time there, but they want to go back to the Magic Kingdom. So park hopper can be important there, but sometimes it's like one park is enough with these small kids. Is your are your kids old enough to participate in the pre-trip planning? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. so they tell you, listen, we should do this, 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 and this and they've got their favorite restaurants and their favorite They things. have their own Excel spreadsheet. Yes. And so when we when we like are at a restaurant, a game we play is we'll describe a ride. So this is the ride that you ride on a boat and there's animals and then they guess which one it is and so I mean that's we just live the Disney life. <laughs> that's what those are the times the type of things we do to waste time and how, old will they, how long until they can be agents <laughs> I, I think claire will yeah. be pretty her, close. her oldest daughter we're already grooming her oh, yes she, yeah. she, that's when she asks what when they ask her what she wants to be when she grows up she says a disney travel that's agent awesome yeah and she like when she dressed for um, didn't she dress as one for career day? yes for like career day she dressed she yeah. had my shirt on oh and that's cool mickey ears and things like that head. that would have meant pajama bottoms and a radio <laughs> <laughs> right, right exactly that's what it would have been for me no too. kidding yeah it was like how do you dress like me um <laughs> are you a homeless person no i'm my mommy getting ready for work <laughs> With one hair sticking in my head. Yeah, it's so true. All of our agents listening now, right? Yeah. Noon. Exactly. So you're They're all laughing in their pajama bottoms. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you talk to them and you say, listen, do you say, do you go as far as what parks, what day, or is it just no. what do you want to do? Yeah, basically, what do you want to do and where do you want to eat? And um, Do you give them each the option to make like a list or something? Like I know I used to, uh, when I used to talk to clients sometimes, and even now sometimes I'll suggest, they're like, how do we decide? And I'm like, talk to your kids. Like mm-hmm. I used to see it um, when I worked in my other, the other place I worked where they'd be in the office. And as we were talking, I would tell the kids, you know, here's the park map, jot down five things that you want to do when you're there. And you would see these kids all of a sudden getting along and negotiating <laughs> with each other because you'd be like, Hey, wait, if you put that on your list, then I'll put this on my list. And, and so you kind of like, do you give them each a choice or do they kind of already get together and they're like, Team kid you. against you. <laughs> yeah, they they usually are kind of on the same page of yeah. where they want to eat and what they want to do and fast passes and things like that. I let them help with the the fast pass planning and mm-hmm. what. And then even in the parks, they get choice. You know, mm-hmm. what do, where do you want to go after this? What do you guys want to do? And, do they know the way around the parks? Um, they're getting there, yeah. especially the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Tell so. about our friend who went to visit a park. <laughs> We have some friends who are Disney, diehard Disney fans, and they have a very, um, they have a son who is very smart, a very smart, very vocal, intelligent very, guy. Yeah. And the father and the mother are no longer together. And the son usually goes with the father and his stepmom. Well, they went, he went with his birth mother, and she opened a park map. <laughs> he grabbed the park map and told her every time she opens that park map, she disrespects him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was young at the time. This was, uh, and this is 20. a story I've told. No, he was like eight or nine. This is a story, and the people that are listening who know what this is, they'll know I'm talking about them. But I think that's one that's of the funniest hilarious. lines. Hilarious. I also have um, my cousin nephew. Long story, but <laughs> he's he's my cousin's son, but. 
he's I'm 40 years older than him. So I, he's called me Uncle Kevin since the day he was old enough to talk. So they're just my cousin nephews. But he, at 10 years old, he could have drawn that map for you in his head. It was just like he knew his way every nook and cranny, and he's still that way. So mm-hmm. I think the the sort of bottom line is that Get them involved in the conversation. Mm-hmm, right. You know, it's important. I think some people think, well, you know, we're just going to plan our trip and the kids are going to do what we want. Get them involved so they're having a good time, too, and you make sure that they're doing what it's they want to do. part of the fun. And that's what some, you know, you hear a lot of people who surprise their kids with trips, which yeah. is fun. But I'm always like, man, they didn't get to choose their magic band or right. help you plan anything. And so. you need to know your kid. Because mm-hmm. I have a kid who would have been mortified if I picked him up at school <laughs> oh and said, God. hey, we're going to Disney World. He'd be like, no, we're not. All right. It is three o'clock. I have to do this. I have to do that. So you need to know your kids before you're doing that, or you'll be in for. I have one family in my family. They had kids who never thought Disney World was a big deal. Mm-hmm. They just never. Th- they would rather go to yep. the beach. Yeah. They just never. My brother and I are very, very different. My brother thinks, yeah, that's kind of fun. Once. Mm-hmm. That's it. And he would go if I had a free ticket for him. But other than that, it wouldn't. It doesn't appeal to him at all. So going back to you started to touch on tickets, park hopper versus not park hopper. What's your decision there as far as what makes sense for? It kind of just depends on the length of stay and your how many times you've been there. Uh, I think I always say as a base, if, if base you want to do five day base at least. Yep. So you have four days in each park, and then your fifth day to go back to the park that you missed yep. the you wanted more time at that you enjoyed the most, and then. Uh, sometimes I tell people if you want Park Hopper, just add it while you're there. If you get there and you really wish you had it, then add it while you're there. Um, but f- for a first time family that has never been to the parks, I would pr- with small children, I don't think you would probably need Park Hopper. I think there's enough to do, and there are people who would argue with me, but they're usually adults. That with kids, there's enough to see and do in each park to keep you busy for the day. Because you now, can still come and go. Right. And it might not be the the, uh, the e-ticket attractions, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more to the park than the e-ticket attractions. Right. Yes. So I think there's enough detail in each park to keep you busy for the, for the full day. Especially if, if you've sh- never been there. So, you know, us, we've been there. We've got certain things that we're going to do and we're going to skip a lot. But if you've never been there and never been to a lot of those non-e-ticket attraction things, then yes, you're definitely going to spend a full day in each park. So time of year. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, time, time of year, year for me. sure. Yes. Yeah. You know, if sometimes you're going at a time of year when some parks will close early. So the park hopper becomes important because you want to still do something in the evening. If you're going to take that afternoon break. Because there's day you, left. Right. And you want to be able to go somewhere in the evening. So sometimes the park hopper is important then. Um, the other thing I say about length of stay, I have lots of people who say to me, we only need three-day tickets. He's not going to be able to handle six days. And it's like I say, instead of going three commando days, take six days hmm. so that you don't have to rush them out in the morning and keep them out until the end of the night. Um, you know. Take maybe today, like Kristen said, they, they like to sleep in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe today we get up early to do something, but tomorrow we can get up at your pace. And maybe, you know, the next day we're only going to go for a few hours. I'm going to enjoy the pool for the afternoon. I think it's a more paced out trip. Keeps everybody happy when you're not trying to cram it all into three days. And the price difference between, you know, three, four days Mm -hmm. into six and seven days, it's kind of minimal. It's not Mm -hmm. like three days is 300 and seven is 800. It's not the way it works with the tickets. I also have to say, I see children in the park and you're coming to Florida. 
pay attention. I see children dressed the way parents think they should be dressed at this time of year mm-hmm. by where they live. So the child will have on leggings and a sweater and mom's got on a tank top, flip flops and shorts. Or mom's got on a sweater and leggings and the baby's got on a sleeveless onesie. Your baby should be dressed kind of the same way you are. And I, I, you pay attention the next time. This is something I've noticed as mm-hmm. I used to be a kindergarten teacher. You know, if you're dressed like that, chances are your two-year-old should be dressed like mm-hmm. that. So it's not just weather outside. It's inside in right. restaurants. It's cold. Mm-hmm. Colder than usual. Right. So you've picked your resort. You've picked your tickets. I assume you've somehow decided when you want to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's dictated by, you know, Several pro- things. schools and, and schedules. Yes. And, and, I mean, if you have flexibility, sure, go off season when it's mm-hmm. cool. But unfortunately, most families are traveling during holidays and, and summer, and, mm-hmm. which is even more important to book early mm-hmm. when you're traveling during those peak times. Let's talk about um, preparing by packing. Mm-hmm. What are you going to bring? What are you going to wait till you get here to get? You know, we're lucky as adults, you know, if we forget something, usually we can get it, you know, whether it's a medicine or, you know, something like that or shampoo or something. But I think with kids, you have more. You know, they, they're things they need. I don't know. I'm yes. making stuff up. I well, assume they need special things. Um, <laughs> like a wine opener. <laughs> yeah, really. You know, they, they have a certain brand of cigarettes, I assume. <laughs> um, so with the baby, uh, especially, you're going to need diapers. So you need, uh, I usually take an actual an extra suitcase full of the baby necessities. And I have that luxury because I fly Southwest all the time. And you can take two bags for free. And that's not always the case. So do you, have you ever used like a, a service here to get that stuff delivered? I have used the Amazon, uh, what is it, Prime Now before. Okay. Uh, and that's nice. If you have Amazon Prime, it's just an app. And then you can order and it'll deliver it in two hours to your resort. And then you just have Bell Services bring it. And then you, I think it's a $5 delivery mm-hmm. fee. And then you just, you know, obviously need to tip the person. Like you said, with Southwest, you. you can bring your own. But if you're mm-hmm. traveling on an airline that's charging for every bag... It could make sense yes. to use something like that. I also use formula, and so then I use the instead of the powder formula, I use the liquid formula, and so that would be something also that would be nice to order mm-hmm. instead of bringing it. Um, so those kind of things, and then strollers is a is a big deal because uh, there's several different ways you can get a stroller. You can get one in the parks, and what what I always say I don't like about that is that you can't take it out of the park. Right. So you can't take it to Disney Springs. You can't take it to your resort, which sometimes your resort is a huge walk from the front, the bus stop to your mm-hmm. room. And so if you're carrying a sleeping child, then that's no fun. So uh, that's probably my least favorite. But obviously, sometimes people need that because they didn't bring one and they get there and they think their six and seven year olds going to walk and then they realize that they can't keep up. So that's. Uh, inside the parks, and then they're kind of big and bulky. That's my least favorite, to be honest. What but, about bringing it from home? Is that something yes. you would do? Yes. So we always we typically bring ours from home, and uh, Southwest doesn't charge anything. They take it for you at the gate, and they have it right there ready for you when you they get shove off. Shove it down that slide. Yep. That's so my. So you have like thing. one of those big daycare strollers where you just put all the kids. She in. She doesn't put her nine year old in a stroller. <laughs> Even I know that. Oh well, man, she was put in a stroller until I think she was like six or seven, and then the one trip that we were like, okay, you're done she cried and cried and was like i can't keep up when their feet are dragging and making the stroller tip 
Yes. My, my kids are big, too. They're giant. So she looked like a 10-year-old in a stroller. The people were probably judging, I'm sure. But, yeah. Judgy people. So, um... <laughs> like we're not. They were, yeah, they were judging me when I was in a stroller, too. Whatever. <laughs> Chris, push harder. Yeah. Or tell the 10-year-old, now it's your turn to push. <laughs> um, the other option is renting from, you know, down here. Companies like Orlando Stroller Rentals, uh, which is nice, too, because they have nice strollers that are e- usually pretty easy to fold up, and they're always nice and clean, and they'll deliver them directly to your resort. And so then, of course, you can take those into the parks and then take those to the places, like I was talking about, that you can't with a park stroller. And they're, they're fairly reasonable in price. And I think cheaper than – I haven't – I mean, I haven't rented one, but I'm guessing they'd be cheaper than the per-day rate, just oh, similar absolutely. to getting an ECV off-site, oh, right? Yeah. be cheaper than the per-day Disney rate, yeah, and then you've got it for in-between. Mm-hmm. And a PSA for people so the other people on the bus won't hate you when you use your stroller as a cart the bus is coming mm-hmm. when the bus comes you need to fold your stroller so don't wait until the bus comes and it's your turn to get on to start unpacking your cart yep to then fold your stroller that's <laughs> because true. man have i seen people get like in fights about that like <laughs> literally fight especially at the end of the night when everybody's overtired mm-hmm. and you're trying to balance and i i feel for people who are trying to manage all of this but you know the bus is coming you know you got to pack your crap up. Mm-hmm. So Those are the same people who write the check at the at the at when it's their turn to the cash out. They, that's when they open the purse and take the check out. I love when I'm behind somebody in line and they wait for their whole order to be run through, and then they start looking for their wallet to pay. Like they've never bought something before and don't know the wallet and money is the end game. <laughs> But there we go. We, we digress. <laughs> but anyway, a PSA: clean the cart up. Yes. I bet you your cart ends up with a lot of crap on it. Yeah. I was just thinking of the time we we had two strollers, and it was just the two of us and the two older kids. We had two strollers. Both of them fell asleep on the bus back to the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And so we had two strollers and two sleeping kids and two of us. And we were like, what are we going to do? <laughs> so somebody ended up helping us get Aww, off the bus. Nice. And, I've seen that and a lot, too. pack the strollers. Because yeah. it was... It was, I didn't know, we couldn't get, they were so tired, you couldn't even get them mm-hmm. to wake up and walk. And Did you change what you bring as you learned more? Did yeah. you, like, as a first-time parent coming, bring everything with you? Yes, and, and then, then, yeah, because I remember the airline, I had actually taken too much liquid with the youngest baby on to the airplane, and they were like, I was like, but it's for the baby. And they're like, next time you really don't need this much. I'm like, how do you know how much I need for my kid? <laughs> but I had taken three way suitcases, too much. Mrs. Carter, and you're only going for four days. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you And you're not of... going to a desert island. You, know, you could probably find this other place. Yeah, so you kind of... You learn because, I mean, we see it. You see it. And you think these are first-time parents, mm-hmm. first-time visitors. Yeah, but that's not just people with kids. No, that's everybody. As we've traveled more and more at this stage of our lives, we have narrowed down right. we've learned. to the necessities. Yeah. I don't need to bring right. four pairs of shoes. Right. Like, yeah. I go to the parks now. It used to be like a backpack. And now it's a wristlet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's my phone with two card slots in it. Right? Then, like, <laughs> then sometimes you see those people who have the backpack full of everything and you're kind of jealous. Like, man, I, I could have used something out of that right now. Like if you needed a Band-Aid, I don't, I don't even – I'm not the most prepared person and when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, like I don't bring – you're talking about bringing like medicine and things like that. I kind of rely on the little quick service place at the – But I think um, – but again, I think that's a lesson you learn, right? I think people think, boy, I have to have everything with me. We 
when we travel, we bring a lot of stuff depending on what we're doing. Mm-hmm. If we go on a cruise, we will bring maybe some over-the-counter medicines right. that, in case there's a problem. Kristen, I was coming to the podcast. With a Band-Aid. <laughs> if you ever need a Band-Aid, you come find me. <laughs> But you also then, okay, but now I'm going to Walt Disney World. I know that there's stores and mm-hmm, I know that right. there's baby care stations. Yes. There's a difference when you're on a stage. cruise ship. I know that in the Caribbean, I'm not going to be able to get size 15 sneakers. Right. But I'm saying that's. But Disney World is not like, you right. know. For yeah. those coming to Walt Disney World, there's other options like first aid stations. And, and if you're coming like from that. other countries, keep in mind that products will be different too. We found that out. We think, oh, well, if I need that, I could just get it. But then I would go to look for a product. It's like, oh, wait, they don't sell the same thing here as they would in Canada. So, you know, you're used to a certain brand or something. So, you know, we would try to make sure we had, you know, things that were specific that we were used to. But again, I had one kid. Like the idea of leaving my house with four kids, like I just can't even. (laughs) Just kidding him in the car. (laughs) Right. Like how do you even do that? I don't even understand. The older ones at this point can dress themselves. Can they dress the little ones? <laughs> can they dress you? Buckle themselves into the car. Like, like, can Clarabelle make you dinner? Mm, Not no. yet. I don't make okay. dinner. You so work she on can't me. make dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, we learn a lot, aren't we? <laughs> oh, like this drop is where that did. dining plan right, comes exactly. in. <laughs> That's why the kids love the dining plan so much. They get dinner every day. Oh, look, this is supposed to be hot. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, Kristen, oh, we are so happy you're here. Something yeah. about buckling up. You don't need car seats at all here. If you're going to take Magical Express and all Disney transportation, you will not need a car seat. So um, you don't need it for the bus or monorail or any of that stuff. So, so that's something to consider. All right. So you've gotten here. We've got you packed. Everything is okay. And you're, you've arrived. What are some of the things that people with kids have to consider? I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about, you know, make sure that they're, you know, Sunscreen and things mm-hmm. like that, but what's something and dressed appropriately? Dressed appropriately, for hydrated, sure. hydrated for hydrated. sure. Do you have the little leashes for them all? How do you manage four kids in a park? I don't have the leashes. I never have had the leashes. Well, the older ones. I mean, really, <laughs> I say they can really take care of themselves. I mean, I feel it baby. sounds like they had to. <laughs> Kids, because I, they're independent children. Really? <laughs> I've never had, I've never had a child even remotely get lost in the parks or anything like that. I think we have this vision of, you know, Lord of the Flies. I think we. Think, <laughs> yeah, I promise, it's, it's not true. that crazy. You're talking to people with no kids and one kid, and it's just like it's like a whole new world for us. Yesterday, we were standing in line waiting for the Uber, and there was these kids behind us. I did not even hear them, and she's like. They're driving me crazy. And I'm like, oh, I don't even hear them. I didn't even hear she them didn't, at She all. was just going about And I'm thinking like, oh, my God. Like, they're going to get killed. Somebody's going to hurt them. It might be me. Like, I something bad's going to happen. John and I getting an ice cream cone. One of us starts to drip all the time. What do you do with four of them? Some, some things that I don't even – I can't do. I can't do, like, a dripping nasty ice cream cone that they just uh. – <laughs> It's so funny. But Stacey and I say all the time that – um, Stacy, one of our other agents, our kids are a little bit older now, and we're both so, I don't know, maybe out of touch. No, <laughs> we are <laughs> out of touch with the little ones, exactly. PTSD, but we're also very kind of anal oh, about yes. how things go. And we're both, we both consider ourselves to have been very structured, strict parents. And then we see Kristen, we think, God, if I only had like 20% of that, because it's so, she's such, um, 
and I've been with her, with her and her kids and they are kind of all everywhere and, and her and her husband, they just do it and they mm. take care of them. And they're so, um, the kids are so wonderfully, um, behaved, but not really the right word because <laughs> they're not necessarily behaved, yes. but they're contained, yes. <laughs> but they're very, um, they're smart kids and funny kids and they're polite kids and they're not pulling as we're t- chatting as people who've just met up, you know, in a park, they're not pulling at your sleeve and saying, let's go, let's go, let's go. And so are we you say, saying her kids are pulling at your sleeve? No, leave my mother alone. <laughs> but it's just like, I think, God, I wish I had like a 10th of that. Just, and I just really, want you to know, we're playing with you. Yes. There's a little bit of envy. Yeah. I don't Absolutely. have children. Well, thank yeah. you. But I'm, I'm a seriously just a, a laid, both of she us are very is. laid back people. Yeah. And so there would be people that you'd have sit here, talk to you and they'd go, well, we have this whole entire spreadsheet yeah. schedule and there's, and that works for them. And it's not necessarily the way that we do it. Um, we sleep in, I mean, this it's, not that kind of where we get up and our rope drop. I've never seen a rope drop in my life. Mm. I'm, I'm not kidding. Never have. So have you ever seen the, a mic drop? <laughs> <laughs> the only time I've ever seen one was it was because I was working here. Yeah. Otherwise, it was like I just I've never done that it's before. Just, I'm just we're, we will sleep in and then um, we'll stay out late and we'll let the kids sleep in the stroller. We were, we're not the kind that do the naps during the day or or anything like that. And, um, like the baby, they asked how, what we're going to do with the baby and the older kids in this, in this next trip that we're going to have. And the baby will just sleep in the stroller, sleep in the carry all, carry all, carry them and a thing like that. And we won't really adjust the schedule because of, because of the baby, but some people would, they've got to go home and home. They've got the nap time and that's just that, not my style. I mean, I've adjusted my entire life because of my dog. <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. Right. Every like, once in a while, one of us will say, to, as we're spoiling our dogs absolutely horribly rotten, think, imagine if we had children. Right. Like, my entire, like, we will schedule, we will structure an entire week around the dog and what he needs. So, like, this is so foreign to me. It's so, but at the same time, it's such a great message to say. Yeah, I think You so don't too. have to be right. that yeah. structured to still have a great time. I actually Go with thought it. The Let con- it happen. I thought the conversation was going to be, to be honest with you, well, you know, we got to do this and you got to bring that and make sure you have this. But it sounds like you can have a quote-unquote regular right. Disney vacation right. mm-hmm. and not be obsessed with the children. And if that lack of obsession is going to freak you out, yeah. then by all means, you can still plan mm-hmm. ahead and all that. Because for some people, that's more stress. Right. Yeah. But you need to know that if you're not naturally that person, don't force yourself to be because you think you need to be. And you can really feel that when you're reading, you know, social media or the boards or different things. You feel like you need to be that. Sergeant. It also feels to me, it sounds to me like your kids are a lot, are very easygoing. They are. Yeah. Like they wouldn't freak out if they didn't get on a certain ride at a certain time. No, I and mean, we still do. We still do a dining one dining reservation a day at least. Still do fast passes. We have. Uh, we've done Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, Pirates League. Always have. We do have a schedule, but uh, we don't have nap time that we have to go back for. Or, and some some people that's part of their routine and they have to do it that way. But that's just not how we technically. Do you do leave it. room in the schedule just for nothing for spontaneity? So, like, I find fast passes, like, I think when Ben was younger, fast passes would have been brilliant for us because he would have known each day, this is the three, you know, the three main attractions you want to do. We're going to get those in and anything else is kind of gravy. So do you find that 
you can have those, like you said, a dining, you have your three fast passes booked, maybe a pirate's league or something. Mm-hmm. But then other than that, you're just kind of free to yep. take the day as Where it comes. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Wow. Um, we don't, I don't do a minute by minute mm-hmm. at all. I bet, th- I bet most kids would work best in that. And some people who this is their one time trip. Yes. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. We're going here. We're at going least there, they we're think it is there. their um, one time trip. But yeah, exactly. If it, or they think it's a one trip and they think that that's the way they need to do it. But then when you get here, you kind of got to be flexible. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's also because your kids know that you'll come back? Yeah. That they'll come back? Right. Yeah. That so then not, we don't have to see that. things that, you know, they don't have to see everything. So, um, it's different for us. But I think you said something that's interesting about social media mm-hmm. trying to shame you into a certain thing or sort of bully you into a certain thing. You can approach this any way you want. Right. We try and give yep. you the guidelines. We try and give you yep. the high points, the things we think that are really important that you might need to know. But you can handle this any way you want. If it's okay if you have, you know, you're every 15 minutes blocked out. Yep. Mm-hmm. There are books out there that will help you do that. And it's also okay that if, you just want to wander around and eat when you want to eat, and that means going to a fast food location or a counter service location, excuse me, that that's okay, too. Mm-hmm. There's no right and wrong way to do this. And we usually do know where we're going to eat, even quick service locations. Um, and I wanted to mention also that I prefer to do character meals instead of standing in the lines. So the character meals, if they want to see a certain character, then that would be the meal that we go to so that we can eat and not have to wait in line to see a character. So that's always a tip. Two birds, one stone. Yes. That's a (laughs) tip that I always give is if you're wanting to meet a lot of characters, character meals are the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. So um, what else is there? Rider swap. That's always something to, uh, so if you're not familiar with rider swap, what it is, is it on rides that have a height requirement, you are able to um, one, if you, it's, better if you have a fast pass for that ride because the one person with the children or one or two children whatever however many children you take one adult and the kids and then the other one who sits back with the one who cannot ride and then you basically switch or flip so they go through the fast pass line and then you get a little ticket and then you go back through um with the other second adult and they can take up to three people with them so i don't know if i explained that oh you did i think it's good very well do you take time to explain to your kids in advance about not being able to get on a ride yeah they usually they already know which ones they can't ride at this point um and is there any disappointment do you deal with any kind of how do you deal with you know your old, the older sister can ride this, but I can't. That makes me... Well, then we kind of make it all year long, like we're measuring them. Are you going to be able to ride this ride this one next time? But my kids are usually pretty prepared that they know what they can and cannot ride by this point. Um, but that does happen where you have some very disappointed kids with the... Um, but then Disney also gives these little cards that say, um, next time you get, you come sometimes, not every cast member, but next time you come, you get like a fast pass once you're tall enough. Um, but what else is something else about rider swap? Oh, so I've also had (laughs) instances where my child wouldn't, they wouldn't ride pirates because they were scared of the darkness, but there's no height requirement on that. So technically they're not supposed to use, to use rider swap. But if you get the right cast member and explain the situation, like I want to ride fast, I want to ride pirates and so does my husband and so does the older kid and they'll kind of, they'll work with you. They'll work with you, even if it doesn't have the height requirement. Yeah. And they, they used to call this baby swap. Mm-hmm. And they changed it to rider swap because you can also use this for kids with special needs. Mm-hmm. So if one of your kids has special needs and they can't or won't ride an attraction, um, you can still 
use the same. Yeah. Use the same thing. So, um, that's what that, about uh, baby stations? Have you used those? Yes. Yeah, so the uh, each park has a baby care center, mm-hmm. and they're really nice. We can go in there and uh, change diapers breastfeed mm-hmm. um and it's just a nice cool area to sit down rock your baby and i haven't been in one in a long time but they used to be a little bit set up like hospital cubicles where you mm-hmm. could pull a curtain and have some privacy yep. they still like that mm-hmm. yeah and they're very well air conditioned yes and nice and clean and private and, yeah. and they usually have things you can buy the supplies yes. you mm-hmm. need to- yeah all the supplies you need if you need forgot something or yeah. need something and it's then- also nice to um i we would use it with Ben, even though he wasn't an infant that needed the care there. Um, they also allowed us to use it if he just needed a space. So we could go into a private space, pull the curtain, we could sit, be in the cool, and just kind of decompress them. So we were able to use that as well. Now, I would say a mother who needed to breastfeed would probably take precedence over us needing the space to, to decompress. But they were very, very accommodating and kind in those areas. So we used it for that as well sometimes. You talked about not going back and taking naps, Mm -hmm. and it kind of uh, goes with what she's saying. I think any family, Mm -hmm. no matter how old your kids are, finding a quiet, cool spot Mm -hmm. and having a couple minutes of just, I don't want to say time out because that has negative connotations, but just time to chill out. Right. Right. Not be assaulted by the sights and sounds. Right. And just kind of hang out for a little bit. I think that's uh, rejuvenating for a lot of people. That we used for that. So some, Ben would say sometimes in... Carousel uh, Progress. Yep. Ben, we'd I be still Magic use it King. for that. Yep. And Ben would say, I need a Carousel of Progress right now. Because <laughs> yeah. you could just sit All and presidents. kind of... Yep. Or the... Um, I always people forget, Mover. The People Mover. Yeah. Same idea. The so France the, movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that so classical music yeah. starts and I go... <laughs> <laughs> there's often things in each park where you can do that kind of thing for. I think... Um, like sit at table service That's restaurants. I was going to say, our dinner is usually our refuel. Like we go yeah. in there and we get to sit for a while, get plenty to drink, eat, air conditioning, yeah. and then you feel like going back out for the right. evening. How do you deal with, are they of the age where now they want souvenirs and oh, they want to yes. buy stuff? Yes. So for every holiday, every birthday, every... I tell everyone, get them Disney gift cards. Oh, cool. And so we, I mean, the kids usually have their own gift cards and kind of they know what they ha- how much money they have and they're kind of like their allowance, but it's their gift cards. And then also, this is a tip that I do all the time. I Every time I go to Target, which is a lot, um, I buy a Disney gift card because I have the 5% off mm-hmm. with my Target debit card. And then I have all my gift cards that I've like saved throughout the whole year or months since my last trip and take those with us. And then we have souvenirs. And uh, also another thing that comes into the pre-planning process is a lot, this is getting to be pretty popular with the um, like matching shirts and matching outfits. And uh, so we always kind of pre-plan outfits and what we're going to wear on which park days and things like that too. One of the a great tip I always heard was um, I have a friend who always stops at the dollar store while, she, while she's packing mm-hmm. and gets packages of glow necklaces mm-hmm. and waiting for parades when the person goes by selling the, the light-up gizmos. Having a package, a dollar store package of glow necklaces usually does the trick. Yeah. And so we also... And you can share. We also bring our own ponchos and we've... Uh, we always bring back the spray bottle with the fan so we don't have to, we just reuse that and don't have to bring 
buy another one of those. That's obviously. because she has a stroller. Yeah, with yeah, all the stuff all on the it stuff that I have to luggage. wait. I have to wait for her to pack to get on the bus behind her. <laughs> <laughs> we are probably that family that you were waiting on. I'm just going to tell you that. Oh, I had no doubt. No, I, no, I think um, we have been before, for sure. Anything else? Any tips you want to? We didn't get a chance to cover. Um, no, I don't think so. It sounds to me like oh, we have one a, more thing. Okay. Don't buy your kid new shoes before you come. Oh, yes. That's a good idea, too. A good thing. You want to have comfortable shoes that they've broken in. Right. No one's going to be looking at your child's feet. They do not need shiny new shoes to come to the park. You can see the families walking around and the kids limping behind them. Make sure your kids' shoes fit and are comfortable and are broken in. Do you do any kind of prep work in case they get separated from you? Have you done anything like go to a cast member, how to recognize a cast member? I have not, but I have seen... <laughs> Once again, there's my laid-back style. Didn't we have four, <laughs> honey, when we first just, just get on the bus, go back to the resort, we'll find you. Um, no, I haven't, but I have seen the several people who oh, have. Oh, they sound these. savvy enough where they would find them, I don't they? they, they I, think, like... I think they may purposely say, yeah, she's been a little disorganized today. We're going to go do our own thing. <laughs> My kids are independent people. Um, <laughs> but this is something that, you know, yep. people yes. should do, I yes. think, with, especially with little ones. Several yes. different ways people I've seen do it is bracelets, little uh, temporary tattoos uh, where they've got, like, return to sender on their you know, phone number if, if yeah. they get lost. But they used to have yeah. a little something that he knew to show somebody. Um, he wouldn't wear anything on his body, but it was something inconspicuous that he liked. And so at one time it was a necklace he liked to wear, and on the back was a little note with my cell phone number. Um, he was a wanderer. So, you know, in the morning, every morning before we left, I would take a picture. At that time it wasn't on a cell phone. But I would just have a, you know, a picture that I could look at on my digital What's camera. A kid, what's your kid wearing? So yeah. wearing? I had an aunt who used to write her cell phone number on the bottom of their shoe. Mm-hmm. And they were told if they got lost to show, show somebody the bottom yeah. of their shoe. I really honestly have never even... I had that conversation with them. <laughs> and they've never been lost? Never been lost. Have you forgotten one of them somewhere? Like, have you gotten off the bus and one of them's still on it? No. Oh, elevator and on the cruise, that did happen. Um, <laughs> one of them was still on the elevator and it closed, and then we had to go down the floor and find him. <laughs> I, was just, I told you I taught kindergarten, and I took my kids to a museum in Albany, New York. And just as the elevator was about to close, I had them all on the same elevator. One stepped off and the doors closed. <laughs> It's, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's a little different. The cruise ship, you can catch up right, to that yeah. elevator. He wasn't even freaking out either. He didn't care. He was just like, that was fun. Well. <laughs> so we were just like, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't terribly scared. I knew I'd just go down. Well, there's also parameters it. on a cruise ship. You yeah. Know? <laughs> there's, there's only a certain place. There are other things that could happen. Yes, that's I understand. <laughs> so, real quick, how about that? How about a Disney cruise versus a Disney park vacation? Is there anything you do different? It's well, Disney Cruise is way more relaxing, and that's why I always tell people if they're going to do both, to definitely have the cruise at the end so that you have went the crazy parks and then you've got this easy cruise that's just relaxing. Or like the vacation. Yes, and then um, if your kids are old enough for the kids' clubs, then you know you get some private time with the adults, and um, 
see, I've I've taken kids under three on the cruise, and it's I think it's kind of difficult. Um, they especially kids in diapers, they can't get in the pools, and then mm. if they see that their older siblings in the pool, they're disappointed. That's what I have dealt with that one, and then also not being able to go to the kids club. So I like to wait till they're three for the cruises because of that. Not because I don't think they enjoy it under three, but it's easier on us. Mm. So I don't know if we'll take the baby on a cruise until he's out of diapers because of that reason. It's the pool. The pools are a big deal because the other ones are in the pool and they're just standing there watching. <laughs> well, I also think on a cruise, it's not like Walt Disney World where there are other options. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, well, if you're not doing the pool and certain things, mm-hmm. what else are they going to do? Sit with you the whole time? Yep. And, and so and then the nursery, you can't. It's just different than the kids club. So it's. You have to pay for it. And- yeah, the nursery has a per hour, and you yeah. arrange in advance. And the ships now, um, I'm totally going to mess this up, but I know at least some of the four, I don't know if all of them have it yet, but have like a splash pad area now mm-hmm. where the younger kids can, yeah, they can with a swim that. diaper, can run through the splash di- mm-hmm. area. Excellent. All right, Kristen, thanks so much. And thanks for taking our gentle yes. ribbing. <laughs> <laughs> And our insane questions. We really do like children. (laughs) We do. We love children. Absolutely. Thank you guys for helping out with that conversation. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation.